welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. Uh, that's a hot take. That's a scorching take. Uh, I'm not afraid to be bold, though. Thriving, surviving, and watching Rutgers football. There's nothing to respect about Rutgers. You know what? It's pain, but we look good while we do it, man. Hello and welcome to a special Big Ten Championship preview episode of the First and Ten Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Feltz, here in downtown Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm live with Reed Murray. We're at his hotel here, just miles away from Lucas Oil Stadium, where in a few short hours, we will be watching the Ohio State Buckeyes and Wisconsin Badgers play for a Big Ten Championship. What's going on? Um, I'm really glad that finally we won't have any um, connectivity issues, uh, you know, coming back on the podcast here, and sometimes our mics will just cut out or anything. Hopefully we'll have none of that since we're here live in person, so uh, let's get it going. This should be some of the best sound quality we've ever had. Hopefully. No yeah. issues, uh, knock on wood, I guess. Uh, we've got the SEC Championship on, that's starting in a few a few minutes, so we might have occasional lapses in speech when we're watching a huge Joe Burrow pass or something, uh, you've been warned. <laughs> anyway, let's get started talking about tonight's big game at Lucas Oil Stadium between the top-ranked Buckeyes and the, what's Wisconsin-ranked? Um, I think in the AP poll they're number nine. I got them at number seven. They're somewhere between Sorry. about, no matter where you look, they're from... They're in the top ten, basically. About... Anywhere from 11 to 7. Yeah, the college football playoff has them ranked at... They got them ranked at number 8. Okay, I got them at number, number 7 in the cat rankings, and the AP poll probably has them at like 15, because they're always hating on the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, this will be a pretty uh, highly ranked matchup. Yeah, this is going to be one of the uh, best games of the season. The conference championship week always provides that, because... Well, it's the two best teams in every conference, at least in theory. So we should see one of the most exciting games all season in the Big Ten. Obviously, there's more at the on. What am I trying to say? Excuse me. There's more on the line in this game than any other game really before. This is the conference championship. Ohio State is fighting for that top spot in the playoff. Wisconsin is fighting for a Rose Bowl bid, probably at best. So, what would it... First, Wisconsin's biggest thing is Rose Bowl or what? And what do you think it will take for Wisconsin to solidify a Rose Bowl spot outside of a win? Because obviously a win will guarantee them a spot in the Rose Bowl. But if Wisconsin can't get it done on the field today and they lose, what type of loss do you think would get them into the Rose Bowl over Penn State? I think... Basically, if they just prove they're not the same team that faced Ohio State earlier this season. Yeah. I think, because um, obviously they lost by 31, that's not a position you want to be in. Penn State only lost by 11. But I think if Wisconsin improves and loses by somewhere near uh, 17 or 10 or so, or anywhere below that, especially if it's like a three-point loss, I'd say they're definitely in the Rose Bowl um, over the Nittany Lions. But I think basically just uh, if they show any signs of improvement from the last time these two teams met, then they should be playing in Pasadena in a few weeks. Yeah, and we talked about it on our last show uh, for Wisconsin, the defense 
went from their calling card and the one thing that really set them apart from the rest of the pack in the rest of the country when they were a top five team earlier in the season. They were undefeated. But their defense has had a couple issues as we've gone on in the season. They've started giving up a whole lot more 15-plus point games, which, I mean, hey, that's still pretty good, but it's nowhere near the juggernaut that it was at the beginning of the season. So I think a big thing for Wisconsin today will be holding Ohio State under five touchdowns, which is a pretty daunting task. Most teams cannot do that. As we've seen throughout the season, Ohio State's put up ridiculous numbers on the scoreboard. But if if Wisconsin holds them to like 31 points, then I think that in and of itself should be like a playoff or not playoff Rose Bowl like clincher if they can make it like 31-14 if they can keep it within 17 and not be in a shootout then I think Wisconsin can earn that Rose Bowl spot but if not then it could be a little iffy and you know what I think one of the the biggest problems with Georgia and their defense, like we said, Wisconsin. Or yeah, Georgia's Georgia. Georgia's on the TV, so it's okay. With Wisconsin, their defense is, um, you know, early in the season we uh, they were performing really well. We've seen a drop off. I think they've lost some of their confidence because ever since they uh, they gave up, was it twenty four points against Illinois, and they gave up thirty eight against Ohio State. They've never really been the same team. They haven't been shutting teams out like they did in the beginning. And I really think if they don't get that confidence back tonight. They're going to have a tough time um, defending against these, um, these two Heisman contenders on the Ohio State offense, being Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins. And I think um, in this game, I really think Wisconsin cannot beat Ohio State unless the Buckeyes come out with no energy and they're just like, completely dead in this one. Yeah, and that's another thing for this. This game, how much does this one matter to Ohio State? It obviously does matter some because they want to keep that top spot, they want to win the conference, and they want to be undefeated. But... A lot of people think Ohio State has already kind of clinched a spot in the college football playoff. I'm one of those people. I think even a loss in this game, they won't get blown out. I think that's impossible. Not impossible, but I think it's almost unbelievably unlikely that Ohio State loses this game by more than like three points if they were to lose at all, and I don't think they will. Yeah. But the fact that their playoff spot is pretty much locked up, do you think that will have any impact on their motivation? Uh, I don't I, think I don't so, think I don't think so okay. because Ohio yeah. State they they want to be that number one seed they want to have that respect and they know that coming into this game Wisconsin's seen them before they know what Ohio State can do and they've sort of they've been Wisconsin was knocked on their heels the first time so now they want to be they know they want to prevent that and you know last time they met obviously it was a close game in the beginning Wisconsin wants it to stay as close as possible for as long as possible and Ohio State knows that and obviously uh, Wisconsin they've played them they've seen film from their own game they've seen film from other games. Uh, so these two teams are very familiar with one another, so I think Ohio State knows they got to bring their A game. Yeah, and I'm, I think I'm with you there. And part of it does come down to when you're the one seed in this, this year's playoff, it's going to be a lot easier to play against an Oklahoma or a Georgia if Georgia were to win, and I'm not sure how the seeding would work out. But as compared to Clemson, I think if they fell to two or even LSU at three in, in some scenario – Bottom line is you want to be playing Oklahoma if you're Ohio State because mm-hmm. they are a vulnerable team. They lost to K-State. They almost lost to Baylor twice, but, hey, they won. And odds are Oklahoma will be the opponent if Ohio State gets it done today. Yeah, you really don't want to fall back and face Clemson because although there's question marks about how good Clemson is and who they really are because 
it's hard to tell after playing a schedule of a lot of teams like Georgia Tech and um, who else did they played. They played. Uh, they play Wofford? South Carolina. They played teams like Wofford. Yeah, it's these weak opponents where you don't know um, how good they really are. And, you know, there's a lot of times people say Clemson's gonna be the most well rested team in the playoff. That's very true, um, and you know they're probably not gonna have a lot of injuries. They don't. They haven't. You know, they don't have a lot of guys who have a lot of wear and tear on them. So that's gonna be really good for Clemson. So you do not want to face them unless it's in New Orleans for the national championship game. Uh huh. Absolutely, and. You're right with Clemson being well-rested because these other teams, Oklahoma had it faced a feisty, feisty Baylor team that almost pulled it off. LSU's playing Georgia, and Georgia is number four in the playoff ranking right now. I mean, Georgia's a legitimate contender. Ohio State has to deal with Wisconsin, who ignored the last result of this game. Wisconsin's a really good team. And Clemson gets to face UVA, who is all right. Like I think fine. all right maybe a little generous though. Well, yeah. actually, no, all right. They're all right. They're ranked. They're not like, they're, they're, ranked, think, they're ranked because they're an ACC team. They're ranked because they're in the championship. Like if they if, if they, they were, were I'm going to be real with you, if Virginia was in the eighth, was in the Big 10, they'd be about as good as Illinois. Yeah, I think if Virginia was in Clemson Division 2 and they weren't facing Clemson in the championship today, they wouldn't be ranked. I think they were really just ranked so that ESPN can say, "Hey, we got we got a ranked matchup here." <laughs> yeah. I think I think we're on to them. Yeah, yeah, but I think um, we're on to them. You know, back to this game in particular, I just want to talk about we've talked about some of the motivation factors, some of the intangibles. I kinda of wanted to speak a little bit about uh some of the tactics of this game. Uh we've seen in the past Michigan State and Penn State are really the only teams who have seemed to be able to chip away at this Ohio State defense and uh figure somewhat figure them out and figure out how to move the ball on them. Well, well, well one quick note. Michigan did figure out Chase Young. Kinda. A little bit, yeah. He did not have a very good game against Michigan, and I want to talk about this. How big of an impact does Chase Young need to have? Because we've seen most of the time this season, Chase Young has been a nonstop superstar player getting all these sacks and wrecking opposing offenses. But last week against Michigan, he was not, and it didn't matter because they still won by a bunch. Does he need to be a huge factor today, or can Ohio State get it done without him? I don't think he needs to be a huge factor. I don't think he needs to have the four-sack game he had against Wisconsin recently. But I think – I mean, he'll, he'll need to play well. I'll say that. He'll need to, you know, at least have a good impact in this game. I think – and I think Ohio State can get away with a win. If Chase Young wasn't playing, I don't think it would be as good of a win as maybe some people are expecting. But the thing is, Chase Young, a lot of people are trashing him on social media, on, uh, you know, TV shows, radio shows, and all that. A lot of people aren't really believing in him right now. So – I really think he wants to go ball out right now. I think he he's, he kind of has that in his mind that he needs to go play well. So I think that'll just be sort of gravy on top of the, uh, you know, turkey and mashed potatoes that this Ohio State defense is. And, um, you know, speaking, speaking of the Ohio State defense, uh, like I said, Penn State and Michigan are really the only teams who seem to have figured out how to move the ball on them. And I think uh, one thing Wisconsin's going to have to do in this game is attack the linebackers. Because we've seen the defensive line with Chase Young, Jonathan Cooper – and some of these players like this, by the way, Cooper might not be playing tonight because there's a whole thing about he can only play five games because they're going to redshirt him this year. I'm not sure how many games he's played. But, you know, regardless, this D-line is still elite. The secondary is elite. The linebackers are really the only unit on Ohio State that seem to have any trouble. And the way to attack the linebackers is through short passes. Because we've seen, especially the last time Wisconsin played Ohio State, Jonathan Taylor couldn't really do much. And that's because the D-line was so good. It's hard to get a running back past this Ohio State D-line. So to go straight to the linebackers, you got to get short passes. And it's guys like Pete Werner, 
uh, especially. He's he's kind of like a slower linebacker. Like he still has, he's he's got D one speed. He's a, he's a really good player, but he's 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 not quite. Uh, what the rest of this Ohio State defense is. So you got to really attack these kind of players. Yeah, Pete Werner, he's going to be playing <clears throat> his hometown today. Oh, yeah. Graduate of uh, Cathedral High School. Not a school I'm a fan of. One bit. Don't Same like school them. Terry McLaurin went to. Yeah, don't like Cathedral one bit. They recruit for high school football. Well, allegedly. We all think they do because we're their <laughs> rival, but we don't like them. Yeah. We won state and they didn't, so... But yeah, if uh, if Wisconsin, if you if you send these if you send your receivers deep and then you have the uh, the tight ends, the other receivers and the tailbacks go out for if you spread the field with them, uh, you know have little out routes and hit them with those. I think you can really get the pass game going. Um, and that's really one way to move the ball on Ohio State. Another way Ohio State's defense can get behind is through the play of uh, other Wisconsin good players like Aaron Crunchyake. Um, Ohio State is surely gonna be focusing on Jonathan Taylor in this game, just like they did in the last meeting. So it's going to be up to the other players around Taylor who are going to have to really step up if Wisconsin wants to have any chance of winning this game. Um, but when you're relying on, on, on like special teams and things like that to win the game, that's not really great for your chances. That's another reason why I don't think Wisconsin has a lot, uh, you know, a lot going in their favor. And you know, I think the, the lack of the ability to run the ball and throw deep passes highlights the necessity for short passes. But it's hard to throw the ball for three to seven yards, just pick up these short chunks of yardage over and over and over and be successful for four quarters of football. And I think especially when this Ohio State offense has, like I said, two Heisman caliber players, it's going to be hard to put up an equivalent number of points when all you're doing is just throwing, you know, short like slant routes, crossing routes, out routes, these kind of short passing plays. So I, I, that's like really the only way to move the ball in Ohio State. But even then, it's so hard to consistently get points off that. And that's like one of the reasons why this Ohio State uh, defense, they have such a good formula for success. Um, so, yeah. Anything else you got on that? Exactly. No, I think you really hit on it all. And on the other side of that, uh, the Ohio State offense, I think it goes without saying, has been a juggernaut all season long. They've been unstoppable. Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins, you name it. And today from Ohio State, they don't need to do nearly as much as they've had to do in some other previous weeks, or as we thought they'd had to do in some other previous weeks, say Penn State or say Michigan. Because I think when you were saying it's going to be short pass, short pass, short pass for Wisconsin, well, and when you said that's that. when it should yeah. be, and how that's really hard to do, yeah, I don't think they're going to be too successful exactly. with a game plan like that. And I do expect them to run a similar game plan like that because no matter how good Jonathan Taylor is, you're not running the ball in Ohio State. Yeah. And, and no matter how good you think your receivers are, which I don't know how good I really think Wisconsin's receivers are. Yeah. On the yeah. deep ball, they're okay. They're they're serviceable. Yeah. But on Ohio State's defensive backs, they're they're average Joes. Exactly. So that short pass game plan should be what they run with, but that is a very hard thing to execute because you're not going to be getting much chunk yardage. And so if you're keeping just by that and that alone, not even talking about how good the Ohio State defense is in and of itself, if you're keeping them to a low score just like that, then you don't need to put up many points. I still think Ohio State will, though. Uh, yeah. It, it, it is what it is. And the thing is, though, if you hear that whole, that whole sort of it's hard to you know, get these short passes and keep it going, and you've, it's, you, don't really, you don't really have any other options because especially – uh, the deep pass, I don't really think that's going to work against Ohio State. You might get, like, one play where, you know, Sean Wade or Jeff Okuda sort of 
you know, misread Busted it. Busted coverage happens. Yeah. happens. Every now and then you might yeah. get a play like that. But I think, especially Jack Cohn, he's not the greatest quarterback in the Big Ten. Uh, you know, he obviously he's a, he's, a, he's a talented player. He can get it done for Wisconsin, but not against an elite defense like Ohio State. And especially when you have such an elite secondary featuring, like I said, Jeff Okuda, um, Sean Wade, Damon Arnett, guys like this, Jordan Fuller. These are guys that are hard to pass against, especially deep or semi-deep. So uh, it, it's just hard, and there's just really not very many options for this Wisconsin offense. So I, I find I think it's going to be hard for them to get it going. And with all that being said, I think my final prediction is going to be Ohio State scoring 38 points, just like they did in the last game. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's gonna, if it's gonna be that exact number, but I feel like around there is a good it's a good prediction because I think, uh, you know, Wisconsin they still have a good defense. It's just not enough for Ohio State, so they'll limit them a tiny bit. Ohio State will still put a lot of points, and I think Wisconsin will get seventeen points. And I say that because although there's limited options for Wisconsin, I think early if uh, Wisconsin gets that short pass game going and they pick up you know pass of ten yards here and there, they can move it like Michigan did. They had a lot of plays like that. And Michigan, uh, you saw they scored 16 points in the first half. But this Ohio State defense is one that can adjust well. And even, you know, when you saw in the Penn State game, uh, the quarterback, their backup quarterback, who came in after Clifford uh, Levis, he started running the ball. He basically split between a quarterback. Uh, half their plays were quarterback draws. Half of them were short passes. And eventually Ohio State was able to adjust. In the fourth quarter, they shut it down. So I think once Wisconsin puts up 7, 10, 17 points in Ohio State, um, you know, I think Ohio State will be able to adjust well and shut it down eventually, and I think Ohio State shouldn't have too much trouble on this one. I'm with you on there, and I already said this on our Instagram page, at the first and ten. I commented, I said 42-20, Ohio State's my prediction. Uh, really, for the same reasons you did. There's not, not much of a dissent there with me. And one last note here. We already mentioned it was 38-7 last time Ohio State won. We've seen these teams meet before. And this time around, they, they always say when a team's play for the second time, it's hard to beat a team twice because they've got mm-hmm. tape on you. Neither of us really think that's going to be the case this time around just because of yeah. the gap in talent between these two teams. Yeah, and these these two programs are playing today. Um, these are sort of like Big Ten Championship legends because Wisconsin... We're not talking leaders and legends. Oh, yeah, no, we're not talking <laughs> that, but yeah. Um, Wisconsin, today they'll be making their sixth Big Ten Championship appearance. That's the most out of any Big Ten team. That's two out of three. They've made two-thirds of the Big Ten Championships that have been in existence. Wow. And Ohio State has the most Big Ten Championship game wins. They've won three. They're three and one in their Big Ten Championship history. They're making their fifth appearance today. So really... If this is like the dream Big Ten championship, the matchup between Ohio State and Wisconsin. It'll be their third time meeting uh, what happened in last Indianapolis. Time? Yeah. What happened last time? Last two times. Ohio last State two times. Wins. Huge Ohio State wins both times. And well, well actually, actually no, the, the most recent time it was actually pretty close. It was about oh. seven point or so. Oh, yeah, that was right. Seven, Wisconsin yeah. was undefeated, right? Yeah, that, that was actually a very similar scenario to this year. I was thinking of the, the previous one. It was, un, it was a 12-0 team facing a 10-2 team, just like it is this year. So mm-hmm. who knows? If history says anything, Wisconsin might uh, pull away. I have a chance. Maybe yeah. we are dead wrong, although I think this Ohio State team is way more talented than that Wisconsin I think this Ohio State team defies all sort of superstition or historical kind of prediction kind of things yeah i'm with you there but the one before that that was 59 nothing yeah <laughs> that, that was that, one of the best ohio state games i've ever seen that one made me so happy i think this one will be pretty in the middle of that yeah it's it's kind of a nice medium yep not too close not too far or not too uh you know deficit won't be too big i think it'll be 
nothing more, nothing less than a typical Ohio State 2019 win. Anyway, I think this is our show for today. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, if this podcast does find you within the next five or so hours before the game starts, good for you then. If not, <laughs> hopefully this has aged well. I think we are going to hit the streets pretty soon. Uh, we're going to go out to eat somewhere here down downtown Indianapolis. I think we're going to either maybe Tin Roof or Brothers. If you know Indianapolis, you know those places. Uh, and if you don't, they're good. Trust me, if you ever make a trip out here. And uh, then we'll be in the stadium. We'll have plenty of content over on our Instagram account. And we've got a video possibly going up to YouTube or Instagram soon. We're, we're, we're trying to get that figured having, out. Yeah, we're having a, brief, a brief history of Ohio State and Wisconsin. If you didn't know, Ohio State's won seven out of the last seven matchups and ten out of the last 11. So, and, yeah, there's uh, that. If not, then if the, that video can't go up today, then maybe we can re-edit it by adding in tonight's content to it. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. We, maybe we can repurpose it because Reed has worked way too hard on it for it to go to waste. Yep. So uh, thank you for listening once again. Uh, go check out our Instagram tonight. We're going to have a lot of content on there. A lot of pregame stuff, a lot of in-game stuff, a lot of post-game. Because it, it, it might be hard to post highlights to the story, but after the game we'll be getting all these uh, clips to you guys. So yeah. yeah, look out. Expect a huge crowd in Indianapolis tonight I've seen. A lot of Wisconsin plates, a lot of Ohio plates. I've seen a lot more uh, Ohio State fans up here than I have Wisconsin, though. I have, too. Maybe it's because it's a quicker drive. Ohio State's a bigger program. And Wisconsin also probably realizes that they don't have great odds. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. See you later. Bye.